the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason, the first show in 2024. I hope you guys had a, a, a great New Year's. Uh, it is, what, the third day of January. Jason and I took a, took an extra day there yesterday. Uh, but uh, I had a bunch of traffic at my house. So yesterday we had uh, uh, about half of the traffic left yesterday. I uh, got some more leaving today, another one leaving tomorrow. Uh, and then things eventually by this weekend get back to normal uh, at at my house. I think it's one of those things when you live in a, a state that has better weather uh, in the winter time, you get more people wanting to come see you. Uh, and well, you know, I'm not gonna lie about it. I have no desire uh, to go see somebody uh, whose whose weather's gonna be, you know, ten, fifteen, twenty degrees. No thanks. I'll pass on that. Uh, you know, uh, maybe we go skiing once in a blue moon. And and I'm just, you know what? I'll say this. Uh, I skied a lot when I was younger. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I have no desire to even do that now. Uh, at, uh, at 53 years old, uh, yeah, skiing has uh, lost its appeal for me. So uh, I'll just stay where it's warmer. Uh, but our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And, uh, you know, Jason, it's already hump day. Right, it's all already Wednesday, second straight week uh, with with the short weeks for us. I don't know what I'm going to do uh, next week when I got to work five whole days. Well, I'm just thinking stuff's going to be there to talk about. How's that? It's going to be there's going to be more and more to talk about as as the days move on in 2024. So it shouldn't yeah, be that I, difficult. I feel like a millennial. I'm going to complain next week about having to work five whole days in in a row, but. Uh, uh, yeah, there's going to be plenty, plenty to talk about. Uh, we're we're going to get some Fed minutes, uh, and it's going to be interesting to see. Re- remember, uh, we had the, the, the big jump in, in equities. Uh, we had a uh, big jump in gold prices. Uh, we had a big drop in bond yields uh, with the uh, Fed meeting, remember the, the press conference, Jay Powell was super dovish, was talking about, hey, rate cuts, you know, didn't say we could never raise rates again, he didn't say that, but he said, it's not our base scenario. More rate hikes, not the base scenario, of course. Remember the dot plot, right? Everyone said, hey, there's going to be rate cuts, and most of the Fed members said there was going to be multiple rate cuts, going to be interesting to see if the Fed minutes actually match uh, what what Jay Powell said and what the dot plot said. I think that's going to be uh, inter- interesting in itself. But the, the realization that's happened over the last two days is, well, wait a minute. The data hasn't been that bad. 
And, and what data are we talking about? Probably mostly jobs and consumer spending, right? Those are probably the two big data points when you think about uh, what's really, really important. Uh, are people working and are they spending money? And Jason, at least on those two data points, none of those at least yet have signified that we're going to get multiple rate cuts. So I think uh, Wall Street, at least for the start of 2024, pulling back a little bit on the euphoria of all these rate cuts, rate cuts and wants to see some of these, well, those two particular data points get worse before they kind of price it all in. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how the data comes out. I mean, uh, I was watching uh, Mike Rowe. Oh, about a week ago, he's uh, he had a guy on his podcast, economics professor, and this guy was saying, "Look, but before before COVID, there was four million men aged twenty five to forty eight, uh, eighteen to forty five, that were simply just out of the workforce. You know, they're not they're not considered unemployed. They're not they're just out." And he said, oh, after the so-called recovery of COVID, there's now 7 million men between 18 and 45. It's just not being represented in the unemployment numbers, Joe. And I, I see a lot of economic stress, especially for small businesses around here. Uh, TGI Fridays surprisingly just closed in Longmont. No warnings, just, just closed yesterday, along with 36 others across the country. So uh, it's, it's tightening up, Joe. I, I don't know what data points they need to look at, but it's, it's definitely getting ready to be really rocky in 2024. Well, we're going to see how this all plays out, and that's what we'll watch. We did get uh, some economic data points uh, this morning, uh, job openings, mortgage demand, uh, and then also uh, ISM manufacturing, uh, and all of those were were worse. Uh, ISM manufacturing uh Farther into, uh, well, not farther, but still into negative territory. Uh, anything below 50, it was a 47.4. Uh, they, they were uh, kind of pretty much in line. Uh, the demand ease, though, when you look at there's certain things more important than others. New orders, the biggest thing, right? You know, hey, are you getting new orders? That actually uh, contracted at a faster rate, so that that wasn't a, a, a positives. Uh, the the backlog, a backlog of 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 stuff. Hey, how, how backed up are you? Uh, and that's also in contra- uh, contraction territory. That really deep in it, like a forty, uh, which means hey, we don't have a lot of backlog. Uh, so th- those two things were uh, not not great there, and then job openings, a big drop in job openings. So that's that's kind of the first thing on jobs. Uh, they're saying that uh, job openings slid to a three-year low. That's something we kind of expected, didn't we? Uh, that that uh, we'd start to see those job openings sliding here. We'll be back. Pick Radio News Hour. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. A quick look in at the markets here. The Dow's down two fifty. Uh, the S and P's down thirty. The Nasdaq's down a hundred plus. Uh, a lot of that uh, Apple uh, iPhone sales slowing. Uh, we got gold's down thirty. Silver's down seventy five cents. Uh, and the ten year note. 
uh, threatening 4%. So we got the yields rising uh, on the 10-year note. Again, kind of playing along with, hey, I think right now uh, we're going to be in the prove-it stage. Prove to us that rate cuts are coming. That's kind of what I've been arguing all along, which is, for rate cuts to happen, things got to get a lot worse. Uh, that, that's usually not things that you would see uh, being celebrated with higher, you know, higher stock prices and things of that nature. In 2024, I have no idea. There's a lot of years uh, where I'm pretty confident. Hey, I think this is about how it's going to go. You know, uh, you know, I'm pretty confident. You know th- that that we're going to see this and that, and this year. I really don't know. It's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a mess uh, in, you know, it's an election year. And, and obviously uh, the the Trump-Biden thing, uh, that's for different shows. Everybody's got an opinion uh, on that and what's going on uh, politically and in the courts. Uh, then, of course, you have... Uh, what's going on in the economy, and are we going, you know, the boom and bust cycle? That's just what we have. That's what the Federal Reserve kind of decided for us, that this is uh, the new economy, if you will, the booms and the bust and the booms and the bust. Uh, We've had a boom right after the last bust. Uh, is the the bus coming in 2024? Uh, But this is why, you know, we talk about diversification all the time. Putting all your money into gold or silver or putting all your money into stocks or doing it, that, that, that's a bad, being diversified is the name of the game. And one of those ways to do it, check out why refi. You get up to 10.25% fixed rate of return. I mean, hey, 10.25%, that's a pretty good rate of return year after year. It's fixed. What does fixed mean? It doesn't change. Well, but what what if uh, the Dow goes down five thousand points? Still get ten point two five. What if it goes up five thousand points? Still get ten point ten point two five. What if we cut rates five times? Still ten point two five, right? And, and and those are the things you kind of know what you're going to get. Of course, ten point two five percent up to five years. If you do something less than that, well, how about one year? They'll give you six and a half percent. That they don't have fees. The great part. If you need your money back early now, they've always gave you all your principal back. Always. That was always the, hey, just, you know, we're just giving your money back. Something happened. We get it. Uh, now they're even going to let you keep some of that interest as well. Check them out. InvestYrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or call them at 888-YREFI24. And remember, uh, as most of you, you got to have at least $50,000. You can use an existing IRA. Uh, some of you may be able to use a 401k. So check them out, 888-YREFI24. Uh, Jason, this job openings data, this is out of the Bureau of Labor Statistics. So this is a government number. Another, and this, you know, and it's government, I guess. Uh, we've had big big swings lately but uh, the overall trajectory has been these job openings have been coming down and coming down and coming down uh, down 600,000 in the latest number down to 8.73 million uh, that's the lowest number in 3 years 
Uh, and again, I'm not really surprised by that number. Uh, the, when you look at uh, other pieces of this, uh, so that's a big one. How many uh, people out there are posting for jobs? Doesn't mean there's actually eight million jobs available, but there's there, there's a, there's somebody saying, "Hey, we're taking a resume." Then when we look at things like quits, so the government tracks people quitting. How many people are quitting? Usually what we see in a strong jobs market, which is what we've had since COVID, the quit numbers are high because they're confident. I can get a better job. I'm going to quit this job and get a better job or a job that's going to pay me more money. Uh, The number of people quitting their job, a big drop there. So that kind of makes sense, right? It was big drops in job openings. I remember job openings, gosh, they were what, 10, 12, I think at 1.14 million. Of course, after COVID, right, you expected them to be pretty high. Uh, but the number of people quitting jobs, Jason, fell to a four-year low. Uh, so this is the lowest number from uh, from uh, February of 2020. So right before, really, the, the COVID lockdowns, uh, people less confident now that they can quit their their existing job and land a better job. Uh, and this is, by the way, this was a November number, so kind of because it's a little delayed. Uh, but some interesting data points coming out on the job side today. Yeah, I think it's going to be increasingly difficult to find a better paying job uh, leaving your current job. Uh, this, that's not what's happening now. What's happening now is hold on to what you got and, and wait for things to get better. Right now, things are getting worse. I, I, I think the thing that should be looked at even closer, Joe, is if you, you, you end up having to you know, disconnect from a job, can you, can you get the next job, right? I know there's jobs out there, but sometimes uh, when things start to get a little – you know, towards the way that they're headed now, getting just getting the next job is going to be the the, uh, the trick. You're you're talking getting a better paying job. I mean, I know there's guys that do that. They're they got skills, right? But uh, it seems like a lot of uh, downsizing, a lot of uh, precautions are being taken when it comes to the economics of these companies, Joe. Yeah, and 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 again, I think it's something where uh, numbers can look any way uh, you want them to. Uh, let me give you a, an example. Uh, Chick-fil-A. It's a pretty popular restaurant. You know, fast food. Uh, they've raised their prices 21% over the last two years. Now, that would signify... By the way, uh, their first one was 15% uh, in 2022. Remember, when the government was trying to convince us inflation was only, you know, uh, what peaked at 9. This last year, uh, Chick-fil-A raised their prices another 6%. Uh, And again, what is the government's now trying to convince us that it's only 3%. Uh, These are things, Jason, that really are factors and what's going to happen next? Uh, look, look at student loan repayments. Okay, so uh, that was what October. Over forty percent of people. This was federal student loans, not private. Federal. Over forty percent of them are not paying. And the government kind of let out. Well, we think that number may rise to fifty percent. 
after the Christmas holiday, and I think it kind of signifies that there's a lot of pressure out there, at least for people at the lower end of the job spectrum, right? If, if you're making, you know, $15 an hour, $18 an hour, $20 an hour, life can get pretty hard. Uh, and when you're sitting there and talking about, well, how high is inflation or how high isn't inflation? I think what you really need to take a longer look at is is look at some of these. I don't care if it's Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, uh, these fast food places, the grocery store. Inflation was a lot higher than what the government said it was. Yeah, I think the inflation has been high. It was higher some months ago, and it's, it's considered lower, but it's still way higher than it's been. I mean, even by their numbers, even by the Fed's numbers, it's higher than it's been for, for years and years and years and years right now. So uh, when it comes back, and I really feel, Joe, that it's uh, later this year we're going to see inflation come roaring back. Uh, then the jobs numbers that you're saying, you know, that you're reading off, how how dangerously sick they sound, they're going to be disastrous. It's just going to be disastrous. That's all there is to it. It's it's headed our way, Joe. It's it's just baked into the cake. You know, it's 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 going to happen. The only question is when. Yeah, I, again, I, it's unclear, right? There's a lot of things uh, that I think can change very, very quickly. Uh, housing <laughs> is one of those things, you know, uh, with mortgage rates falling, uh, we expected housing to kind of rebound. It hasn't happened yet. Uh, sales uh, for applic. this is, I'm sorry, I want to be make sure I get this right. Yeah, this is mortgage demand. So these are people uh, making an application whether to refi their home or to purchase a home. Uh, Refis are are up a little bit, obviously, as rates have come down, but applications to purchase a home ended the year 12% lower. Total application volume was down almost 10%. Uh, This is a slower time. It's going to be interesting if we see a rebound in housing in the first quarter uh, of, of 2024, now that the holidays is over, or are we going to see what we've been seeing, which is, hey, how home prices are just too high. Uh, everything else I have to pay, you know, we got to pay our car payments, our insurance payments. We got to pay our health care. We got to pay for this, that, the other, right? Well, college, braces, whatever it is. Uh, are they going to be able uh, to buy these homes. This is another one of those things. I think that is unclear for 2024 uh, as far as the economy goes. Is there going to be a bounce in housing or are we going to see housing stay down uh, at these really low levels? Is the uh, the Fed going to cut rates when inflation starts to stay hot or even go higher? And then you'll see the price of everything go up. Right, Joe? That's, that's the other thing. Housing going up well, you can get all excited about housing going up. If, if the uh, price of a loaf of bread doubles again in 2024, then, uh, then I guess, oh, okay, the housing market's okay, huh, Joe? You know, just because just the price of your investments go up doesn't necessarily mean everything is okay. That's why we sell gold and silver. When gold goes up, that's great and all, but that means the price of everything else is going up. That's why it's wealth insurance, right, Joe? Absolutely. And then, of course, uh, over the holiday, uh, the government for the very first time – uh, the debt now over $34 trillion. Of course, every day, 
every day. And there's a few exceptions, maybe, uh, you know, tax day uh, in April. But 364, maybe 363 uh, days a year, right? The deficit, it's a new high, but they're kind of celebrating every trillion dollars, aren't they? Oh, here's another trillion. Uh, here's another trillion. And lately, and, and I know uh, it'll slow a little bit, but the last two quarters, the last six months of 2023, uh, we, we added over $2 trillion. That's over a trillion dollars uh, every 90 days. Now, we'll, we'll get a reprieve in the second quarter of this year when tax, you know, the April tax deadline. Uh, but now over $34 trillion. And the question will be, how high can it get uh, before uh, we run into really, really big problems? Right now, there's just warnings, right? We see warnings in the debt auctions. Uh, we see warnings uh, with central banks buying physical gold. Uh, but I don't know what that number is, right? Is it, is it $40 trillion? Is it fifty trillion? Is it sixty trillion? Uh, but the one thing that is certain: the pace here, uh, th- this is crisis level pace, without a crisis. Well, Joe, I think we've uh, uh, what do they blame COVID for all this economic stress that started the inflation. It's all COVID's fault. Kind of, it's kind of the crisis that never ended, isn't it, Joe? 2019 things were going to be crisis, and then they, uh, well, then COVID just happened. To, it just happened. Yeah, it just came out and fixed it all. Yeah, that's the crisis level debt without a crisis. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. 800 592 Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason, uh, our first show of 2024. Uh, $20 gold pieces. We've got gold down 30 Prices coming down with it. Uh, $2,250. Buy 10 or more. $2,240. 20 or more. $2,230. Uh, gold right now uh, at 2040 uh, silver uh, off 75 cents right now at $23.20. <laughs> Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. As once again, everybody's kind of now kind of saying, okay, we heard the Fed say, hey, we're probably not going to see any more rate cuts. And a lot of them are saying, hey, or rate hikes, we're probably going to see rate cuts. How many are we going to see? Uh, and, and and everyone got a little euphoric, and now they're saying, "Well, wait a minute. Let, let's let's have them prove it to us and see it in the data." And of course, when we look at debt, you know, thirty-four trillion dollars, and, and you know, Wall Street had a good year, especially uh, the S and P and the Nasdaq. The Dow did okay; wasn't great, but S and P and Nasdaq had good years. That actually is going to help tax revenue. Tax revenue uh, is actually going to be up for 2023. But yet, Jason, the deficit got worse and a lot worse. And 
I don't think we're going to get. I, and again, I don't know. It's it's pretty murky for 2024. I don't think we're going to see a great year on Wall Street. And now the job openings all of a sudden falling significantly. The quits. I think that's probably more important than the actual open because the openings they they swing. You know, six did six hundred thousand jobs really disappear? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, but you know, some companies probably leave postings up longer than they should. You know, maybe what happened was a bunch of companies were like, "Okay, we're going to start laying people off." Hey, take all those job openings down. We weren't actually filling them anyway, but take those down. Right? You don't want to have job openings up uh, when you're announcing layoffs, but. Uh, I think that quits number is, is the important one to look at. But as we're over $34 trillion, and as I said, we've been averaging over the last two quarters a trillion dollars plus a quarter every 90 days. You know, that, that annualized, that would be $4 trillion. Now, we're not going to run a $4 trillion budget deficit. We're not. Like I said, April, we're going to have a, a, a some inflush infusion of cash the question is really going to be how high is it going to be is it going to be two and a half trillion is it going to be three trillion i think a lot of it's going to depend on how strong or weak the economy is the weaker the economy jason i think that the closer to three trillion we get 2024 is a long year. We could still hit four trillion, Joe. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of spending before now and the end of the year. You know, there is two wars going on, right? You know, there's 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 plenty of opportunity for the government to beg, beg, beg to spend, 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 and so three trillion I think is almost guaranteed. How's that? Four trillion I think is still in the wow. cards. Wow. Well, I mean, think That's- about it. it's just the first quarter. You got some reprieve, like you said earlier, but yeah, that leaves you with three more quarters. Uh, and what is going to happen? The world does not look like it's spending less. Or the, 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 uh, of course, the debt's not going down. So why not, Joe? Why not? That's where we're headed. It's heavily subsidized. When we think about uh, where we're at right now, and, of course, the money supply is contracting. It's been contracting. But the government continues to spend at a rapid clip. Now, we're a few weeks away. From another potential government shutdown, I know we're tired of hearing it, but we've got continuing resolutions. Uh, there's been no resolution. Jason talked about the war, right? There is no uh, – that's out there, right? The president wanted, a, you know, a couple hundred billion dollars for that. Uh, then remember, they, they broke it up. So they done. this is how bad it's gotten. This is how dysfunctional the United States has become. Talk about these continuing resolutions. That's a budget for 2024, which January, we're in the fourth month of fiscal year 2024, and they don't have a budget. Right? And, and, and of course, I'm not hearing anybody talk about actually spending less money, not even the Republicans. There's a few. Maybe maybe the ones that got out McCarthy, maybe they want to actually spend less. But it, it's all about the size of how much more are we going to spend. 
And they went to the point that they said, well, some of it we're going to do in January, some of it in February. So even if they do something in January, we're going to talk about another government shutdown in February. I mean, that'll put us five months into the year. I mean, this this is nonsense. This is not how the greatest country on earth should be running, Jason. Well, and add on to it that the Fed wants job losses. How are you going to keep the deficit lower when the tax revenue drops down to nothing? They get all the job losses, then you don't have the tax collection that they're wanting, which is probably one of the reasons they hired tens of thousands of IRS agents because of digital currencies and and, uh, the economy that's coming and all this other stuff. Well, you know, when you got to put the heat on and collect taxes, you need more more tax collectors. And that's another reason, Joe, why I think the uh, deficit could grow much higher uh, towards the end of the year. You know, when we look at 2023, and I know people hate it, but let's, let's look at it factually versus the number game that they put out. So uh, they said, you know, $1.7 trillion was the uh, added on debt in 2023. That wasn't true. Now, they said $1.3 trillion the year before. That wasn't true. Right? They, they, they added a little over $300 billion in 2022 for the debt forgiveness, right? That, that went out the window. And then they subtracted it. In, in 2023, here's the realities. From 2022 to 2023, the government spent an extra trillion dollars. When we talk about, well, how did we get all of this GDP growth? Now, a big chunk of that was extra interest. Right? About, uh, what was it? I think it was about $300 billion of that trillion was we just had to pay more interest. But essentially, the, pretty much all of the growth that we've really actually been seeing is just the government going further into debt. I'm sorry, but that's the reality. Now the problem is, how much more debt can they really go into? Make the radio news hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason back here. 2024. Uh, $20 gold pieces, one through nine, twenty-two fifty. Ten or more, twenty-two forty. Twenty or more, twenty-two hundred and thirty dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And we're kind of looking at debt here, and and how big uh, of a problem uh, do we have? And, and the realities are is we're, we're, we're in this period over the last four years. The debt has gone up $11 trillion. It's, it's, now I know there, there was COVID. And, and they, the excuse uh, to, to pump everything up. Well, how do we explain last year $2 trillion? How do we explain so far in 2024? already right blowing away the deficit numbers that we saw in in 2023 so uh, again as i told you the real number was two trillion of course you're never going to get them to say that but if the real number was two trillion well what's this year's number going to be and i think this is going to be one of the things that 
as we go forward, we're starting to see the cracks, the early signs. Uh, when we look at the debt auctions that we have every week, it's pretty much a weekly occurrence now where we said, man, that was a bad one. Some weeks, there's multiple bad ones. And what does bad ones mean? Well, bad ones mean less people came, and even though Wall Street said, the well, let's just use today as an example. So right now, Wall Street says the 10-year note is at 3956. All right, so let's just round up. 396. And let's just say uh, there was a 10-year auction today. And, and who knows however many billion they had. They had to sell $50 billion worth. Well, what we want, and I say we because we want this. Believe me, we do. We want a lot of people to be there. And we would love it if they said, you know what, we'll take a billion dollars or five billion dollars or whatever it may be. And you know what, we'll take less than 396. Right? That'd be wonderful. That'd be outstanding. But what we've been seeing is, in order to sell it all, there are some people out there, yeah, okay, we'll take a billion at 396, and somebody else, yeah, we'll take two billion at 3961 and 3962 and 3965, uh, 397, 3975. And by the time they, they sell it all, they sell all $50 billion, here's what's happened. The tail, as they call it, gets really large. In other words, farther away in the wrong direction from 396. And we really don't know how much farther away because what ends up happening is the dealers, the banks that do the auctions, they end up buying a large piece of, they're they're buying 20% of the auction, which is double what they would normally be buying, right? Because they, you know, let's face it, there's reasons for banks to buy treasuries. There are. But not double. And the only reason they're buying it is because the tail's getting so big, right? They, it gets any bigger, uh, people are going to start what? Uh-oh, right? We, we, we got problems here. That's going to upset Wall Street. Um, and Jason, people don't understand this is slow moving. But the, the problem is here. And the government's solution is, well, guess what? Too bad. We're going to keep adding historical amounts of debt that need to be sold. So it's easy for someone like me or you to say, listen, I think this problem keeps getting worse and not better. Yeah, Joe, it's, uh, the the problems with selling treasuries has been bad for a while now. So I'm, I know that the yields came down. I know it kind of looked good for a while. You're, you mentioned it's uh, trying to get back up to four. But uh, it, I think there's, once again, it's, it's it's not looking good. I'm going to keep going back to it like a broken record. Inflation is not going to make this work. This whole monetary system is not going to work. They they printed 40%. I've even heard numbers as high as 80% of all the money that's currently 2024 
in circulation was printed in 2020. But during the year of 2020, they printed 40% of all the circulating money in this country was printed that year for the, the, uh, the, you know, the, the so-called emergency of COVID, you know, the shutdowns that should have never happened. And uh, here we are, 2023, we're still talking about all the economic mess, which, to tell you the truth, it wasn't COVID's fault either. 2019, it was showing that the stuff that happened during the uh, 08 housing crash was still just getting ready to bubble up. They kicked the can really hard down the road after 2008 through 2010, and uh, there wasn't really any growth. I, mean, I still remember all the Obama years of the anemic so-called growth of 1% a year, right? They never, they never fixed it, and they're not going to have growth now. If you, in, you know, but it, there's, there's just a lot of factors that shows that America is not in an economically good situation, and I don't see how they're going to dig themselves out. We're, we're looking like Japan, Joe, especially if the world stops spending dollars and we, we de-link at some level the world reserve currency. And we already kind of lost that anyways. What are we, we're a percentage of the world reserve currency now, right? 90% of it isn't dollars now. What is it, like 69%? Not well, yeah, get better, depending on, yeah, depending on where you look at what 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 metric you use, uh, that number, most of the numbers now, uh, we just dipped below sixty on most of the big yeah. important numbers. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back though. Final segment of, of the first show of twenty twenty four coming up next. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason. $20 gold pieces, 1 through 9, 2250. 10 through 19, 2240. 20 or more, 2230. And, you know, there's certain things, uh, too, to watch for, right? One of the things, you know, Jason, uh, and I think rightfully so, hey, I'm worried inflation's coming back. You know, the, the Fed uh, is claiming victory. Because mostly because of how they calculate inflation uh, versus actual what the actual rate of inflation is, but that uh, this potentially uh, claiming victory too early is going to uh, reach another another leg in inflation. There's a lot of people in that camp. One of the things. Uh, that I look at, you know, silver falls into this, copper. I think these two metals are going to be very, very important uh, when we get into is, are we going to see this rebound in inflation? Uh, Analysts now saying that copper could grow 75% in the next two years, pushing copper to new all-time record highs, and they're saying that the, obviously, you know, green energy, all that stuff, the second half of 2024, they're anticipating a BMI, uh, they're anticipating all new record high copper prices. Uh, They said that, hey, it's more than just Hey, we think the dollar's going down, right? Whether there's going to be dollar, we, you know, I think that's a trend for 2024. Why are people thinking gold and silver are going to have a good 2024? They think the dollar's going to get weaker. A lot of the same reason, you know, it's funny. I think it's the same reason some people think stock market's going to do okay. Hey, the dollar's going to get weaker. 
Uh, but at Bank of America, they said, well, you know what, for copper, uh, that, that's a part of it. But the other part is the growing deficit and talking about how much more, whether it's copper, silver, this is the same argument on both of these metals. Uh, Jason, really low supply and high levels of demand. And this is going to be an interesting uh, case study here because, you know, obviously copper, silver as well, it's in so many things that we do, uh, could really have a negative impact on uh, the inflation. Inflation has been fixed. Yeah, I learned about copper before I joined Patriot. I used to, I used to go through uh, boxes of pennies and pull out the copper ones because there was two cents worth of copper in each eighty-two or older penny, just just like the, the sixty-four and older silver. You know, the, uh, they they had to eliminate the copper out of the pennies because it was too expensive to make the pennies, Joe. Uh, it, and I think it's closer to three cents for a copper penny now. And copper is is very much more of an industrial metal than, metal than silver is. Uh, mostly because copper's a little cheaper, right, Joe? Copper getting more expensive, silver is going to get more expensive, and that means everything else just gets, obviously, Joe, more expensive. So, yeah, I used to watch copper really closely, Joe. I was, uh, it's very bulky. Not, I don't, I don't uh, advise you to be bulking up on copper because it'll take up a whole basement, Joe, just to do what gold can do in a shoebox, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's That'd be a lot of room, wouldn't it? Uh, 800 592 By the way, uh, two of the largest copper producers in the world say copper production's on its way down in 2024 and 2025. So a lot of factors that play. We'll be back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.